<laughs> oh, oh man, that's funny. In the Heights did bad. <laughs> oh, oh no. Who could have saw that coming? Who? That, that's so unexpected. So unpredictable. A musical? Uh, no. Say it isn't so, guys. Say it isn't so. Really, to bring a musical out during this time and then it's promoted. I can't tell you how many goddamn YouTube ads I've seen where it's like different famous motherfuckers sitting there trying to promote, talk about how great this movie is. And I knew that was a clear... That, that right there was the straw that broke the camel's back. Because they only do that when movies are really shitty. Um, <laughs> so, or like they know, mm -mm, this ain't going to get what we wanted to get. And I'm pretty sure they thought this was going to be just amazing. People were just going to just run to the theaters to go see In the Motherfucking Heights. <laughs> a musical about a certain group of people being oppressed or something bad happening with those certain group of people singing and dancing and talking about streets and blocks and whatnot. I want to listen to my, I want to listen to my street for a minute. Shh, can you hear it? The rhythm in the night. That's a song by the barge. <laughs> that song was for the last dragon movie. I think we listened to two different things. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is funny. This is incredibly funny. Um, the I, I looked it up, and I believe it said that the movie costs like $55 million to make. And then Box Office Weekend is usually like the biggest that you get um, in terms of movies. And it's like they're the first, you know, the first weekend, like the first and second weekend, I, I give it that, are, are typically the biggest, you know. Um, usually for the first weekend, it's like if it's huge, your second weekend is guaranteed to be huge as well because essentially you got motherfuckers that just, they, they were too late to get their tickets, you know, <laughs> so they have to wait and, you know, you can only wait till the weekend or whatnot. You got to take your kids to go see it and all that shebang. But for a movie that essentially, but essentially you want the shit to break, um, you for damn sure want to at least make, if not equal to, or a about your gross, like almost to how much the movie itself cost um, on the first weekend. Uh, just like, um, you know, if it costs like uh, $100 million, which is a lot of money for a movie, uh, but if it costs $100 million, you're going to want that movie to at least um, come up to $100 million on first opening open weekend. Uh, and then it's like after that, then it's like nothing but profit after that. But this movie cost $55 million to make, and opening weekend only made $11 million. That's not good. Also, the budget itself does not account for the marketing and promotion, which essentially um, a lot of people like to... It has been concluded that a lot of the studios and whatnot essentially put as much money into marketing as they did for the budget of the movie. So essentially, if it costs $55 million to make, then it costs $55 million for the budget. And um, essentially, that's how much you need to make back, which is double the budget in order for it to be considered like, you know, good. Breaking even is not a good thing as far as Hollywood is concerned. You need to make a substantial you need to make a substantial profit um, from what the initial budget was. 
in order for it to become like a smashing success and whatnot. That's why, because movies themselves cost some amounts of millions. So when the shit makes over a billion, that that's why you know they they, they cream their jeans with shit. Which is one of the reasons why we get another Captain Marvel movie. Um, <laughs> it's like yeah, it made a billion dollars, but reality checked in when they released like the Blu-ray and DVDs of it, and it didn't sell. It was like oh yeah, people don't like this movie. It's just that you know. You got to see Marvel movies in order for other Marvel movies to make sense. Word, word. <laughs> and that's what they thought with seeing that. And lo and behold, they, they really didn't. Um, but what's happening in the Heights is hilarious. Because I, I I knew this was some pandering bullshit when it's the one of the little commercials they got for it got Oprah on there. And I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they got the O. Woo! I was like, you got to suck some hard dick for that one <laughs> to get Oprah to say something. Because I saw like The Rock appear and he was talking about it. And then uh, um, Hugh Jackman um, was talking about it. And it was like, oh yeah, I saw it. And it's a great movie. Go see it. It's, it's wonderful. And then I just knew some pandering bullshit was happening. It was like it was like a commercial that had like a multitude of different people talking about the movie and then someone was like to watch a movie and then become closer to my family and I immediately started laughing when I heard that I was someone had a tv on someone had the tv on and I was going up to my room and uh and I was walking past I'm like walking past with with some food to take to my room because I was watching a movie watching a freaking Jackie Chan movie so I was like you know so I'm trying to get back to my room so I can finish my movie and as I'm walking, I'm hearing the commercial, and then this lady was like, oh, yeah, she was like, seeing the movie, and it making me get closer to my family, that's a really good movie. And I just started dying laughing, <laughs> and then I was like, if you need a movie to help you get closer to your own fucking family, your, your family is not a strong family. They're brittle spirit, <laughs> like, but you're not strong. But this movie just cleared up years of just horrible feelings, thoughts, and all that, you know, in a, in a matter of a couple of hours, that's, that's what, that's, that, that's what healed the broken heart of our family, since, since Big Mama and them left us, oh, they left us all them grits, and gaggles, and pulch, and chops, and that. Big Mama, no! <laughs> but I, I, knew, I knew this movie was gonna be shit when it first was, when it first came out, I don't understand I mean, I get the concept of waiting out during Rona, you know, because everything had to get pushed back and whatnot, and being afraid to release that movie, but they should have released that movie earlier. Um, they should have released it earlier, and then it should have been digital. That way, people would have been opted to, um, more so opted to see it in their homes. Then they wouldn't have to deal with this box office bullshit. Um, but at the same time, uh, it, it just, it, it's a fucking musical. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, I understand the dude who made it made Alexander Hamilton, and everybody loves that play. But it was a play first, you know. <laughs> and it's like, don't let this shit go to your head. Um, it, they, there's there's reasons certain stuff do what they do. <laughs> but I'm not knocking the fact that it's a musical. It's something that's like, oh yeah, that's like you just can't put that on in movies or anything like that. Disney keeps doing the live-action remakes that are still got all the musical numbers from the animated versions, and no one's knocking that. But you could tell the theme of the entire movie just by looking at the trailers, and honestly, that wasn't something that looked entertaining. It looked like something that was preachy, sad to say. I mean, so many people just being enamored and loving where they're from, 
even though considering where they're from is actually not one of the greatest places in the world to live. It's just a very diverse part of New York. I don't understand that concept. You know, just because you're, like, well, with me, I was about to use Harlem as an example, but yeah, I'm from Chicago. And just because I'm from Chicago doesn't mean that I sit there and go to Chicago and talk about how great Chicago, if I could live anywhere else, like if I could afford to live somewhere else, you best believe I'll fucking move which is what I did, <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'll praise and talk about the teams and shit like that all day long, but it's like, I know everyone doesn't have that option to leave or anything like that, but that's not the point I'm saying, so what I'm saying is just, it's just a town, it's just a city, it's just, it's just a brick, it's just a grill, it's just a piece of food without you, <laughs> and it's like, it, it's really not that fucking special, um, you know, and it was like just to to want to be cordoned off in this part of the world that just suits all your needs because it's the only world that you know. But realistically, motherfucker, if I could travel the world for the rest of my life, best believe I would. And it was like, oh, but exchange, like you only talk to your family on phone. Bet. It's <laughs> like don't care. Um, cool, got it. Like they they they're good. <laughs> we got FaceTime and now technology has advanced. I'm, I'm it's all right, but it's. Just the notion of this move, like, you know, like you can see from the trailers, they had like a candlelit visual. It was all dancing in the streets. They'd be dancing. They were pool and whatnot. It's just them talking about how great and happy where they like. like here's here's my guess of what the movie is about. It's a majority of people talk about how great and wonderful living where they living is that you got some small melodrama going on with the teenagers or whatnot. More so like a guy liking a girl and a girl liking a guy, but they just don't really say it. Then something tragic happens, more so someone getting killed on some bullshit because it's the dude who made Alexander Hamilton, the, what, the Lin-Manuel Miranda, whatever. Um, because it's him, I'm pretty sure it's going to be some racist bullshit, bullshittery that happens in that aspect. But I'm pretty sure someone's going to die, something racist or stupid is going to happen, um, probably some... Uh, Hey, Arnold bullshit where they like, hey, we might have to tear down this stuff in order to build something else. So you motherfuckers going to have to move something along the lines of that, which will then make the people rise up in order to fight back, which is going to be um, um, basically initiated and um, spearheaded by the main boy who was who essentially was dealing with melodrama and the melodrama will kind of be put to the backside because now his drama will be doing what's right and then that melodrama gets solved in the midst of doing all that and then in the end they win and then they all get to sing and dance one last time in a grandiose fashion of the likes that high school musical has never seen is that the movie i i do not know i will never know i do not wish to see this movie i won't see this movie but that is that is my guess of a summary as to what that movie does i wonder how close i got but just ultimately, this is this is hilarious to me. <laughs> it was like I expected this movie to just become another one of those movies that, like, hey, remember when this got promoted to high heavens? Yeah, people liked it. They saw it. It was fine. It's whatever. I did not expect it to do bad. I just thought it was going to do okay. I just thought it was going to be okay. I thought the movie was going to be perceived as okay, but it did bad. This is weird. Also funny it just it's very funny like it beat my predict my projection <laughs> i can't even say it that was a projection yeah it beat my prediction i i just assumed this movie would do okay but it would basically just get lost in the sands of time 
after a while because eh, whatever, you know, <laughs> it, it, it ain't singing in the rain. <laughs> it got no goddamn Gene Kelly in it, so fuck it. <laughs> but um, I just, I, I find this to be very hilarious. Hell, they're about to remake West Side Story, which nobody asked for, <laughs> but they're about to do that too. And in the hopes of getting back something, which is really weird, because West Side Story is really gay. <laughs> just, just, it's just so gay. <laughs> okay. uh, that's, that's if they do the original dance. And if they don't, then they're not sticking true to West Side Story, because West Side Story is, is some gang shit with ballet moves, <laughs> which, is the, which is the height in which gang shit needs to be done. <laughs> I see someone doing a plie and they're about to stab me. I'm gonna be terrified. <laughs> it's like this motherfucker has clearly done this before. <laughs> he's gonna style on my ass while he's trying to stab me. <laughs> oh man, how like like how scary would that be? You walking down the alleyway and you start hearing They're <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, man. I was forced to watch West Side Story in school once. <laughs> but, oh, man. How hilarious is that? And it was like, oh, we're going to make a musical. And there's all these people in the, in the Heights and the great... And I was like, they're in New York. And I only see one black guy. And I was like, is everybody here, like, Hispanic or whatever? I was like, huh. In New York? Really? Alright. <laughs> I was like, alright. And apparently now, like, that's the thing on Twitter. It was like, some people are upset about it because they were like, it's woke. And we all know what woke media is doing right now, which is dying slowly. It, it's been stabbed in its windpipe. And, you know, it nicked an artery, but now everyone's just watching it bleed out. But the problem is, is that it's still, every once in a while, it keeps jolting and, like, plopping its head back up and reaching for legs. And the Hollywood people are the only ones that are sitting there trying to wrap it in bandages going, we can call an ambulance. <laughs> and everyone else is looking like, no, nah, let the monster die. And Hollywood's just like, you don't understand. <laughs> They're beautiful. <laughs> That's a perfect analogy of what woke culture is <laughs> and to the rest of the world and to Hollywood. <laughs> Oh man, but so then it's like, uh, it like they were like, it's it's too woke, and so you know a lot of people who immediately are out of that because now people are just starved for entertainment, just pure hardcore entertainment. Nothing too st smart, nothing too overcomplicated, nothing too thought provoking. They just want something that they can just sit, watch, and enjoy, and forget about their lives. And for some reason, Hollywood does not decide to bank on that, despite all the arrows that are pointing to the fact that that's the type of entertainment that motherfuckers just are willing to eat up right now. And it's like, how much goddamn money did Godzilla vs. Kong make? And I hate that movie, but you gotta respect it. You know, how much hype was behind Mortal Kombat before it actually came out and proved to be a shit show of a movie. But still, motherfuckers liked it. It got the job done. So, it, like, just learned from that for the love of God. And then you got the other side of <laughs> the spectrum not liking this movie because they're saying that the movie 
is um isn't woke enough because they're not doing the whole um well essentially like they're not um talking about or bringing up uh the fact that it's like basically the culture or the um group of people that they're having in the movie isn't diverse enough or they should actually have this multitude of other people in the movie and things like that like how i just said like realistically any part of new york is going to have an abundance of black people in it like just it's like especially like like poor um towns it, it doesn't really fucking matter where you're going to see some black people there hell even the areas that were like um even in like the the old fucking um italian mafia movies when they show people grow up or whatnot hell they did in the godfather um but even in those areas that had an abundance of like italian americans living there there still was a healthy amount of black people living there as well because the, the poor areas of New York, motherfucking niggas lived there. <laughs> so, like, uh, I know, like, from the trailer, they had one black dude, and it was the dude who played Dr. Dre in the fucking um, Straight Outta Compton movie. And when I saw, I remember when I saw the trailer, like, way before Rona even came out, like, back then, I looked and I was like, can he sing? And I was like, why would you? <laughs> you know, I was like, can he sing? And I was like, better question, why? Why this movie? <laughs> you know, and I was like, why? Why do this? Eh, whatever. <laughs> but hey, there's there's plenty of black people right now making um choices to pick roles that are kind of like questionable. And it's like you can sit there and go, hey, you know, they're an actor. They're just picking up a check, so let them do whatever they want to do. But realistically, you can look at it and go, um, you just I guess you just don't give a fuck, huh? Like you <laughs> you don't care what people are gonna say about you picking this, or, or like you don't care enough about whatever it is that you're agreeing to act for to even care um to even like think to do any type of research or anything like that hey you want to play alex wesker in a resident evil show okay wait who's alex wesker he's a white guy with glasses mm. <laughs> hmm. why did you come to me there's a black lady playing annabelle lynn annabelle lynn the the second wife of king henry the eighth yes <laughs> The bitch get her head cut off. Why would you agree to even be her? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, divorce beheaded died. Divorce beheaded survived. <laughs> Good lord! But this is just this is just hilarious. Like, I, I did not think this was going to be such a big backlash to this movie, and it it is to laugh. But, um, I, no, nah, I was going to say I feel bad about something. I don't. I really don't. This is just, hey, you, 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 you get what you asked for. You wanted to make a thought-provoking musical about people and struggle and whatnot, and all the thought-provoking people who like musicals and struggles and whatnot, don't even like it. <laughs> Didn't even want to go see it because they're struggling. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, and then and then it's like you you lose out in box office numbers to the last uh, to Quiet Place Part Two, and that's that's been out for a while already, and that's fucking sad. Damn, that's sad. It's just like ah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go see a Quiet Place Part Two. I saw one, and that was enough. Like that—that that should have been the end of it. But hey, money—it made money. So, <laughs> oh 
man. But God, this this whole thing is hilarious. Whew. I do not wish for it to break even. I wish for this to be one of the many examples that are that get his head chopped off and put in front of the gate. <laughs> So everyone will know, this is what you don't do, okay? <laughs> this is what we're going to try to never do again. I'm not saying there shouldn't be musicals, because Lord knows that, hey, if it's good, it's good, regardless. Hell, I like the, um, the producers, the musical, well, the movie version of the producers, the musical. Um, but, good Lord, like... <laughs> Uh, why not make a movie about SpongeBob the musical or um, Shrek the musical? Those are incredibly popular and they're known characters that people enjoy. So now I'm just being a dick because I'm just naming off musicals that they could do. <laughs> Anything to make up some money to showcase that you don't have to fear the Reaper when it comes to trying to make a, a musical movie or a movie that's just based off of musical stuff. Oh my goodness. Uh, they could have had some fighting or something in it. <laughs> they promoted something else. It's just a bunch of old people. This is our play. Let them know we are here. It was like, oh my goodness. And I was like, well, got to check this one off the list. Not watching this movie. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's it. I'm getting out of here. This was funny. This was really funny. Oh, man. I hope y'all have fun. <laughs> this is too funny. And then, what is it? Elsa said, don't blame HBO Max. <laughs> You don't don't look at HBO Max. HBO Max ain't the reason motherfuckers ain't going to watch y'all. <laughs> All right, okay, out of here.